0: They're a pro-athlete. A pro-athlete, if you had friends that are pro-athletes or either hockey, football, baseball, basketball, whatever it may be, um, their careers are marred with injuries and, and trials, right? And all these sort of things that come up. Same thing happens on the other side. You have to expect you're going to get – you're going to pull a muscle. You're going to break a limb. You're going to get your nose busted or bloodied. It's going to happen in a business way. Yeah. One way or another, your business is going to fail. The pandemic is going to hit. Something's going to happen. It's going to inevitably. Inevitably. But it's your ability to go to get through it and have the faith to get through it and desire and willpower to get through it. Hi, everybody. David Donaldson here
1: with Joe Martin. Thanks for listening to this edition of Entrepreneur Impact with Tom Hale. This is episode one of two, which we'll be dropping next week. So be sure to come back. We learn about Tom's trip into the Ukraine and then his experiences of, of traveling overseas during these tough times. All right. So we all think about where we got to sometimes. And Tom and I were just talking about that song. How did I get here by the Talking Heads? Right. How did I get here? Well, my journey started back in early 2000s when I was an investor. I wanted to invest in real estate. I didn't know what I was doing. And I had a friend named Douglas Foss who sold cigars to the resort where I was a restaurant manager at. And I think I just bought my first property. And Doug was like, hey, you got to meet this guy, Tom. He could really help you out and set you up for success. I said, okay, I'm all about this. So, I, ergo, I, I go and meet Tom. Tom's at a place called Spectrum Financial. I don't even know if that still is in existence now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but But Tom was a lender for me at the time. And Tom was somebody I got to know, and we got to be in business together for a number of years as I started to invest in properties for myself. I remember searching for property. I remember searching for mobile parks for you, Tom, looking for established opportunities. And it's just funny how a simple conversation with somebody can introduce you to somebody and have a monumental impact in what we are. And here we are now. We were saying we met roughly in 4 mm mm-hmm about that time frame, And now here we are 17 years later.
0: Yeah, no question.
1: Um, and I'm doing a lot of things different and you were doing things different now. So Tom, thanks for joining me today. I'm really excited. Oh,
0: so uh, good to see you again, man. I got and, you. It
1: has been too long. <laughs> and I think back to me in 0405 in relative terms was yesterday. I remember walking to your office and, and doing different things. But before we jump into that, Tom, tell me and tell our audience a little bit about you. Like, mm-hmm. Where did Tom Hale come from? Like, how did Tom go from college to an investor to lender to some really exciting things? I'm I'm looking forward to touching on
0: in a little bit. But where where did that all start for you? You know, I um, where did it come from? Like anything, just an accumulation of skills, all the things you learn, all the uh, the companies you start, all the opportunities you're a part of. They do compile themselves, and after a while, you've got a repertoire of skills and events and experience that is kind of unique to you. Um, What I am grateful to have been able to do is to take those experiences and those attributes and combine them together. And then what I've been doing for the last 20 years is just a, a version of taking all those Lego pieces and compiling them into different formats that I already know and then taking those formats and extrapolating revenue streams from them. So, for example, if you create a company and then you create your own uh, affiliates off of that company so that you support your company and create new companies off that not only support you, but support the marketplace and your competitors, then essentially you've grown market share and revenue without recreating your own wheel. Everything's in line.
1: it does, like, because especially like in real estate, and, and with our organization Keller Williams, there's lots of opportunities within real estate to do multiple different channels.
0: Are you still? Are you still? Are you still with Keller Williams? You are still in real estate? I am.
1: I, I am the regional technology director or business coach for the Virginia's region, <laughs> uh, 4,400 associates. So I literally went from a guy who was thinking about investing in real estate to you saying, "Hey, go get your license," and now here I am,
0: 17 years later. Coaching agents on how to leverage technology in their business. But that's, like, that's precisely what I was talking about before. You took your previous experience, the yep. restaurant owner, then as a business owner, and as a real estate professional, and combined those aspects and skill with some of your IT background and Cindy's and created this unique potpourri of or quiver of attributes. And that I think is the skill set. That I think is what's important because it's not one dimensional anymore. It's four dimensions. It's it's everything that's involved. And those attributes are ones that you know how to use. Those are the easiest for you to control. And the more you master those and outsource the things that you don't, the better you will be. And the opportunities lie within that. So for example, um, creating your company and then creating what your company say, for example, your company has to do tax reports for the, LLCs that you put together. So form an organization or link with organizations that can do the tax reporting so that you're in line and compliance with what you do. And yet at the same time, you're earning revenue off of what's an Achilles here mandatory for your company. It's also saleable, scalable. Does it doesn't cost you any more to set up? Little opportunities like that, in my opinion, are what, make, are what make a difference. That all just goes back to your experience.
1: So for you, you know, what pre-existed that experience, right? When you left Spectrum and you you, you invested in Start,
0: Hale Financial, Started in Hale. Hale, we wound up being acquired by BNC National Bank, and then which was acquired by Alaris, um, and um, did okay with that. Wound up in doing private money, the private money, which was lending, but on, so, like on the but angel, on, the, on, on angel investing. I'm sorry, angel investing or investing no. in op. No, You're just not angel. That's that was just uh, private money. So okay. on, on investment type property, investing where where banks are very slow to perform or non are non-committal. For example, short-term investment property, banks aren't yeah. so excited to loan you money to have something for six months, right? And partners are expensive. So I figured with collateral, somebody could buy a property for X, put a bit of money down on it, and pay residual to me as an investor without it's cheaper than a partner right and we can do that multiple times those are the type of things you develop so uh, if you were going that route for example you're going to do private money or you're going to do you're going to invest in short-term short-term property you want things like insurance construction finance you know how to take it out title companies you figure out lanes and, and things you can repeat and things you can improve upon within your own business and then add those in. So if Donaldson real Donaldson, Donaldson housing homes right, were to go with um, uh, an insurance company that new pe- people buying homes need insurance, if you got an insurance broker or you became an insurance broker, you could do your own insurance, make the residual from that. Real estate's a means to an end. You can also service people that don't just work with you but they work with other people in your office that they need in uh, home insurance for. And there you go. I mean, that type of thing is what I'm talking about where you're not just one dimensional. You've got some depth, but in the same sphere, yeah. mine exploded into many spheres. So from ammunition to um, my gosh, a coaching in Canada to, I mean, all sorts of things it develops into. And that's the exciting part for me. I like doing different projects. Um, I'm involved with an ammunition company out of Scottsdale, Arizona called Ammo Incorporated. We went public in 20, I believe, um, or 21, 21. Um, and it's, it's been magnificent, you know, but you see it grow. And then some of the other things that have come out of being able to put some money into different, different businesses and things that are really incredible and watch them just develop and grow. It's exciting. And so getting involved in it's important but also knowing what to get involved in because just because somebody has a company they want to pitch you doesn't mean that it's worth investing in. Um, that's a whole nother story.
1: Right. And that's the
0: challenge of having money is then you attract, attract people that want your
1: money, right? So you have to be able to be informed enough to make the right decisions. And sometimes it's, it's having people in your world. So who, who are some of those people for you? I mean, you were well informed, but I'm sure you had some people in your life that helped you make some of those decisions.
0: Right? What did that look like? 100% key people, up uh, gentleman named named Tim Connor, uh, my father, um, Tim Connor, my goodness, I've got Neil Thompson, Tommy Conley, Tommy Marlowe. Um, I mean, so many people contribute, even to this day. Most of the, I would say, success is built on the relationships around you. Because just like when you need somebody to guide you through a through a process of acquiring some real estate be it commercial investment real estate or land or a primary home or second home or all those things you want somebody that's versed in it so you know who to call you call Dave Donaldson one thing i would say has been beneficial is being able to refer to others without a kickback so i think kickbacks are a relationship ruiner i think they have a i think it's important to recognize other skills and pay them in full for them and expect referral in full and full for them, not forced, but because you add value. And if you add value, they're going to, it's going to look good on you and on them. That I would say is huge. Coming um, for
1: contribution, right? You're doing something because it's the right thing to do. And it's
0: when you're getting business with professionals,
1: right? Whether it's a lender or a title company or somebody else, and I
0: refer you business, I'm referring you business. Cause you're going to do it. You're going to do it well. And if they, if you have to dig into their pocket, in order to keep your business, at some point it fails. And the just the ability to keep a relationship where you can send somebody some business and they will profit from it indefinitely and undoubtedly if they do it correctly. And if they don't, it also keeps you clear that you didn't benefit from it other than trying to help somebody. Makes sense? Uh, we, go, we go by relationships and I've been fortunate. I have relationships all around the world uh, from my extracurriculars, I, I enjoy, I don't know if you know this or not, but I enjoy ice swimming. I'm an ice swimmer, I'm a marathon swimmer, um, an ocean marathon swimmer. Um, and those are some of the things that, But that, what's great is that we haven't talked to each other in a while, but through Facebook, right,
1: through those type of periphery relationships, I can keep up the speed with some. So I have seen you. Do some of these swims? Let's talk about that, for, because that's not something we we, we met in Arizona. There wasn't a whole lot of ice swimming in Arizona, okay? But now I see you going all over
0: the place and doing some of these massive ocean water swims. Where did that come from? Uh, well, um, I started open water swimming in college. I just dabbled with right. it, and then it wasn't until um, I moved here in two thousand four. 2005 that I started doing it a little bit more recreationally here, mostly with my daughter, Faith. Um, so here now it's, it is California. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I live in, I live in Laguna Beach, California. Okay. And um, so yeah, the water here is beautiful. There's a strong water connection here. Um, I sail, I surf, I swim. And um, that's kind of what I enjoy doing. Right. So my activities seem to evolve around it, but that activity is also taking me around the world. And um, introduced, introduced me to some truly spectacular people and that you have re, uh, relationships with around the planet. Russia included, Ukraine included, you know Poland, all over. And um, really gives you a chance to grow and see things outside of our perspective. And I think that's part of the, of, if you want to call it success, it's not all just financial. it's it's oof, the richness of your of your life if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, let's call life by design.
1: Right. And, and it doesn't necessarily start off by that specific, but we talk, whether it's one, three year, five year goals, you start to have vision and the opportunities that you invest in yourself and how you grow your businesses and how you leverage your time and your money allows you to do more. Right. Yeah. So you trust on your personal life saying here's things that I'm able to do more of now because earlier in my life, I poured into my business and to others that allowed me the opportunities to grow
0: right now you're spending time it's important though Dave, you need to know so um, I you know look at a pro athlete a pro athlete if you have friends that are pro athletes or either hockey football baseball basketball whatever it may be um, their careers are marred with injuries and, and trials right and all those sort of things that come up same thing happens on the other side you have to expect you're going to get you're going to, you're going to pull a muscle you're going to break a limb and get your nose busted or bloodied it's going to happen in a business yeah. one way or another your business is going to fail the the pandemic's going to hit the something's going to happen the, it's going to inevitably inevitably yeah. but it's your ability to go to get through it and have the faith to get through it and desire and willpower to get through it. And I'm not saying that I have a solution to that or that I have it cornered because I don't. But I've been there a bunch of times. And um, I find it in swimming. I find it in swimming. I find it in the discomfort of swimming at times and in the comfort and pleasure of swimming. I find it in business. It's very similar. I find it in follow through. It's like you did today, following up, making sure we're on time, making sure we communicate. Those to me are the building blocks. The actual process itself, the product itself is, is an entity to itself. But everything that you do to get there and how you support it is really, to me, what makes the difference. And the relationships you have and can build with those that have become part of your team and part of your product. You know, um, one thing I will say is that many of the clients that I have in my world today, I've had for years and years and years. And it's because I know them and they know me. Right, and it just keeps building. If that makes sense, and they're, they're up, they bring opportunity. You know, Tom, take a look at this. What do you think of this? Is this something that that's in your wheelhouse? Maybe, maybe not. But if not, here's here's David. Talk to David. This would be right in David's wheelhouse. All right, I may give you a call and say, David, this gentleman, this gentleman, or this family, or this company is looking for X or Y. You should talk to them, not pay me X percentage just talk to them. This is where they are. They, they, you know, they appreciate it. You appreciate it. And good things come as a result. I understand the ambition to go ahead and try to take and earn something from that. That's a legitimate referral business. But to me, the best referral comes from um, somebody who just says, listen, just, just talk to Tom. And, you know, if that's great, you know, if you can do it for you. Terrific. And if not, maybe you can tell you somebody who can, and there's no relationship back, no financial tie to anybody. That to me makes a big deal because everything today that you get referred to, you kind of have to think in the back of your mind. Is it just a, is he calling John, John X because John X is going to give him a couple of dollars and that's not necessarily the best person for me? That, I, could, I couldn't. Does that make sense? Does that make 100%. sense? 100%. Yeah. I mean, like in your business, I would imagine it happens. Like, you know, listen, if I bring you X, Y, Z, they want to, they want you to do X, Y, Z and while it may sound good, in the end, it's terminal, in my opinion. There, look, there, there's a referral-based business. Okay, that's a business
1: in itself. But mm-hmm. when it comes to referring people to help represent, I never make a rendition. I have never made a recommendation based off of financial
0: opportunity for myself. Yeah, I mean, and it's very simple, though. Then once people grab it, see, then they know that if you tell them some things, because that's the best person that you know for them, and- and that's simply that and being, just for lack of a better word, a friend or a resource rather than just a you know, referral partner. Yeah, coming from contribution. And
1: you never right, – and you did it because the right thing to do.
0: You never know what's going to come. Another now, thing I, I think is awesome too is reach out to the people that are important and that make a difference personally, professionally for other reasons than just what they offer you. What I'm saying? No, but it's what they could offer you from learning from them, right? Or just are just in touch to say, here, here I am. Hey, how you doing? You know what's going on a little bit, rather than every time, you know, oh my gosh, here's Tom again. He's calling. He's going to ask me for something, right? That makes a difference to me. I, I think it's important. There's a lot of truth
1: around it. like who who you're in relationship with determines who you are. Right. Yeah. If you want to grow, right, you can't be the smartest guy in the room. You've got to be
0: continually growing yourself. But you have and to, have you to offer, you offer value to that group. You have to offer value to the group. Or if your value is sweat equity, becoming a Dave Donaldson, becoming right, it's sweat equity. And you realize you're investing in this person and you may or may not see the fruit of that. You may or may not see the fruit of it. But that's okay. <laughs> because that's okay, because you can't control it anyway. Right. right, so that that is it's kind of the. If you ask me, that, that I think is probably the most valuable thing I could say to you, and as as your for your your many followers, is just be the best person in your sphere that you can be and refer. And if you see something you can earn money with, then put your put your system together and reapproach the people, letting them know exactly what's going on and give it a shot and so we're going to work some hard, but you just got to keep at it. And that sounds ridiculous. And, and you know,
1: no, it doesn't sound ridiculous at all. I think what's incredibly important. And in, in, in what I love is that when people reach out to me with the off the cuff questions, just because they, they know that, Hey, if I ask Dave, he's probably going to have some sort of an answer for me. And it's seldom real estate related. It could be anything else. But when you put yourself in that realm to be, Beneficial to others, and try to be in the know. and Go like I don't know, but I'll find out. I get those questions all the time.
0: That's why you get them. Yeah, so you get them. So I mean, and it doesn't mean. I think it's cool. I mean, for somebody such as yourself, so somebody like you know, your real estate professionals, and your lenders, things like that. I mean, if they can reach out and become intimately aware of what people in their sphere are doing and what they need. And become a part of it. See, then it's not. Then it's not just a call to action. It's a call, and it's it's that to me. I guess is is what it's about. I like to hear and have opportunity. It, it's relationships. It goes back to what we started from the beginning. Really, so when I call
1: somebody, like it it's a call to further a relationship. Now there are times where I may hey, I need something or I have something for you. Absolutely. But not when I call. It's legitimately calling to catch up, get reacquainted, let talk. How are you doing? Business circles and comes around
0: when it's necessary. Yeah, but relationships the driver. Right, when you need it, it's there. You know, and that's what you want. That's what you want. And so, if I had to say anything, that's what I would. That's what I would say. I mean, I think it's.
1: Now, one thing I do know to be true is, is that you know when I talk, I've talked to a lot of people now. This is what I love about this this podcast. I've talked to a lot of different business owners now, and while everything looks good, it's not always the case. Like you took the sweat equity the drive, the decision-making, there's a lot of hardships that come along and not everything is as rosy as it sounds, right? So kind of share with everybody, what are some of the things that you've learned over time that maybe caught you off guard and you weren't prepared for
0: as far as decision-making goes or whatever? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, especially dealing overseas, you deal overseas, you realize that, you know, there have been times that I thought I absolutely knew exactly what was going on only to find out. That you know absolutely nothing about what's going on, you know, and uh, it's it has there are a million opportunities for that, especially dealing like in Asia, it's just a different animal, right? And you have there's really no way to go through it, but except to do it, I guess, in other yeah. words, or hire it out, but that's another experience, you know. So, I guess, like, every there's a billion challenges out there, but you got to keep reinventing, you got to keep moving forward, and you find what works and just keep developing, developing, developing. I think a, I don't think there's a shortcut. No, that, if you right. find it, let me know. But I mean, it's just it's no. not. It's not about. There are no shortcuts. No, the shortcut is to failure, right? There is no yeah. shortcut. or or detriment. I mean, it just it is it is very cut and dry from that perspective. And um, it's how you respond, right? You're going to fall down. You need to fall down. Athletes are going to get are going to get hurt. Gymnasts are going to fall off the beam, gymnasts are going to miss the landing. They're going to turn their ankles. They are going to. If you go in afraid of that, you have to be ready to stick the, stick the landing and to risk falling off the horse or to risk getting tackled by some 720,000 pound, <laughs> four-runner, right? you got to yeah. be able to bear it. Otherwise, you're in the wrong game. And it, it's full contact. Life's full contract. It's amazing what you can do if you just give yourself the credit to get it started. And don't try to figure out all the time everything that has to come together for you to do it. It may happen in six months, 12 months, two years, but you're on your way. David, I'm stoked for you. And I'm happy that you're, you're helping some people. And that's, it's awesome. If I can ever be of service to you, let me know.
1: I'm just glad we reconnected again, my friend. I will talk to you soon. Hi, everybody. David Donaldson here with Joe Martin. Thanks for listening to this edition of Entrepreneurial Impact with Tom Hale. This is episode one of two, which we'll be dropping next week. So be sure to come back. we learn about Tom's trip into the Ukraine and his experiences
0: of, of traveling overseas during these tough times. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon.